Welcome. This is a little less aggressive. A little less aggressive. Welcome to episode 38 of the Slick and Juicy Sports Show. Coming to you live from the Epicenter Sports Chattanooga, Tennessee. We got a little bit of sports to talk about. We have a champion in a sport. Means our COVID leagues are over. And we're on to just our regularly scheduled sports. That should be on right I guess the World Series was supposed to happen right now anyways. Would it? Yeah. Would have been over in like No, I think it normally happens right about now. Oh, okay. I think so. I don't know. But yeah, I mean all of the COVID bubble sports are done. So we're back to normal. COVID's not a thing. It doesn't feel like it's been that long yet. I feel like the NBA should still be playing. I mean, they should be on their second season now, but NBA players are pussies and can't play back-to-back seasons. Yeah, it's I'm. It's ridiculous, and it's not even like starting right now. It'd be Christmas, which you had said a long time ago, and they still don't want to do that. Yeah, they aren't they saying um, opening night would be Christmas? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Now, I get it for maybe the Lakers one another a little bit more off for teams that went deep in the playoffs, but any other team, especially ones that didn't go to the bubble, have no no excuses to say they don't want to start the season in December. Hey, I'm just saying. Maybe for LeBron. If, if, I understand that. Give John Wall a little bit more time to rehab, you know what I'm saying? Wizards going to the Eastern Conference Finals. John Wall's going to tear his other Achilles the first day he steps on the court. Bro, he was out there practicing with the Nets, just shooting all over KD. I hate, I don't wish that on anybody. I'm just playing. I I liked John Wall when John Wall was playing so well before uh, everything. John Wall made what like fifty seven million dollars and didn't play a single game. Can you imagine? Played eight games, I think. I saw a stat where he was like the games that he actually played, he was making uh, on his current contract. He's made one point eight million dollars per game. That's crazy. Something crazy like John that. Wall was the first one to get the Supermax. <laughs> Shows the ignorance of the Washington Wizards front office. Well, at the time, John Wall was an all-pro point guard. A first-team, not first-team, fringe third-team all-pro or all-NBA. Wasn't that the year after we went seven with the Celtics in the second round or the I third round? I couldn't tell you. But at that time, two years ago, Bradley Bill still hadn't kind of reached his peak. I think it took John Wall getting hurt for Bradley Bill to get to that next level. And they won't be able to do it together. We'll see. I There's not so. a whole lot of pieces around him. But Horichima. Oh yeah. The black Japanese dude. <laughs> There'll be a second year guy. Uh, uh Showfield. Shit. Bruce Brown. Not Bruce Brown. Somebody. I can't name I can name a lot of teams players. I can't name a whole lot on that Wizards team. Not missing much. We always draft like some no name from the middle east. Davis Bertons shot like fifty percent from three point this year. Yeah. Go Wizards. <laughs> I'm gonna put a future on them. What do you think the odds are? For what? Then the win the East. Probably pretty low. I got a couple. Of, I got a couple of futures. I'm thinking of, uh, but let's get into the World Series. Um, 
Jay, not a big, not a big uh, baseball guy, huh? I have said this probably at least ten times on this podcast now. I like baseball. I enjoy playing baseball growing up. I can. I love going to baseball games. I cannot watch that shit on TV. I don't know. And I say you have ADHD and can't sit still. But those baseball games, man, I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. What you asked me to watch one of the early Braves games went to, with you. I think I sat down for half an inning and went upstairs to play Xbox and told you to call me back down. It was like the seventh inning. Well, last night, uh, game six of the World Series, um, Blake Snell pitching lights out for the Tampa Bay Rays. He, uh, I think they were in the sixth inning. He had like 73 pitches. Had just given up his second hit of the entire game on that. What does what is the score? It was um, one nothing Tampa Bay. It was low scoring. Uh, Dodgers were doing a bullpen game, um, and the Rays had Blake Snell in, who was just pitching lights out. Uh, his next three batters had already struck out six times, and uh, he gave up his second hit, and they yanked him. And all hell broke loose there. And then the Dodgers uh, ended up winning 3-1. to one. Did, I thought Kershaw pitched most of this game. Did he not? Uh, no, that was the game before. Oh, okay. Game before, yeah. Um, and then, uh, what's his name? Justin Turner got pulled in the sixth inning for a positive COVID so test. So what, what happened there? Why was that not a thing at the beginning of the game? I don't know. Apparently, his COVID test came in like halfway through the game, and he was in the lineup playing the whole game, and they pulled him in the sixth inning and made him go into isolation. Baseball is lucky this season is done now because this could have been some shit early in the playoffs, you know, that you found out a case was positive and you just pull him. Oh, he's been playing in the middle. This. Yeah, he's mean. been in the dugout with everybody. Or if they played a game seven when they had to contact trace like the entire Dodgers team. I I can't imagine, honestly. I thought they were in a bubble. How the fuck did he get COVID? COVID can get from anywhere, man. I guess but they were in a stadium with a the funniest bunch of part is that, yeah, when he came back out for the celebration too, didn't he? He was out That's there. Fucking hilarious. He was out there with the team with no mask on. What was it, Barstool's guy? I don't. The one I don't like really like that motherfucker. The one that does the clips on Instagram. KFC. KFC. He said, he said during the picture, um, Justin Turner sitting by one of the assistant coaches who's a cancer survivor, and neither of them had masks on. And they had fucking Magic Johnson out there too, an AIDS survivor, fucking out there with the COVID. I forgot that Magic was part owner of the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny. I mean, can you really give him repercussions now? You can find him. I guess, but just think. We can have this debate, um, but I think in all of sports, other than maybe the World Cup, the World Series is like the most difficult to win. Okay, over the Super Bowl? Yeah, from like a player standpoint. I think it's probably the most difficult to win. You really don't see that much dominance in baseball where it's just one team winning all the World Series. I see what you're saying. 
and all the levels that there are to baseball. I mean, you start in rookie ball and then single A, then double A, then triple A, and then maybe make an MOB roster, and then only, what, six teams make the playoffs? It's been pretty tough for the Dodgers. They've been in the World Series for three years now. Yeah, but I'm just saying from a player perspective, from any other team, I mean, you're three divisional winners and then two wild card teams. So only five teams from each division makes the playoffs. Obviously, it was different this year. Um, And yeah. You got to win how many games to fucking even make it to the World Series? Playing 162 games throughout the year and then five games, seven games, seven games. So, I think if you got a positive test in the sixth inning, which is most likely a false positive, um, I'm not missing. That's what I was going to say. I'm not, I'm not missing, missing the fucking World Series celebration. Anything. No. no. There ain't no way. Not a single person is going to stop me from getting something, out there. Something you've worked your whole life towards and you guys sit out because of a pussy-ass virus. Maybe maybe the Dodgers as an organization force like the 15th guy on the roster to do that. But you're starting third baseman and Justin Turner, who's I'm pretty sure he batted 300 this entire postseason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's no way you're gonna make him stay in the locker room and not be out there. So that's crazy. Kershaw, I think he even kissed the trophy. So yeah, the they all trof- got the saliva. Trophy now is COVID. Rob Manfred was up there picking his nose, so he got Rona off of his fingertips. And uh, yeah, Kershaw finally gets a ring. Is that like a big thing? I mean, has Kershaw just been that dominant? In the regular season, and that's what I thought. Right? Sucks in the playoffs. It, it all all the posts on Instagram today were just, "Oh, Kershaw's finally there. It's his first ring. Who's this compared to NBA wise? I've seen that, and somebody compared him to Dirk. I guess I, I just don't keep that. up with baseball that much, and I just I think just one pitcher is not. I can see that. Maybe like know. a. That's my opinion. Who just doesn't show up in the playoffs, Carmelo? But has it been so notorious that he doesn't show up in the playoffs? I guess that's what I'm asking. I guess his stat line is kind of he he got blown up in a couple games that just made his ERA awful. He played good this year. Hey. I mean, he gave up a couple runs to the Braves, but other than that, he played pretty good. Played good in the World Series, finished two and zero in the World Series, won two games. So good for him. Congrats, baseball. Baseball's over. We don't have to talk about baseball until March. I'm kind of stoked about it. I like baseball. I really got into baseball this year. It was nice having sports on every night of the week. I think this is our first. I mean, we had a NASCAR race today. But other than that, betting on some MLS action. Nashville making a playoff push. We're in, we're eight seed right now. Only have to win one more game on Saturday. Then we're in the playoffs. And uh, as day one Nashville SC supporters, I don't think us sitting in the upper lever, freezing our fucking dicks off, watching our team get their teeth stomped in, we thought we would be in a playoff position right now. At that time, we didn't know life was going to take a complete shit on everything, (laughs) or COVID was going to take a complete shit on everything. Those were the good old days. But hey. Like two weeks later from that day, I remember it. Yeah, that that was literally the last sports event. Yeah. That's wild. We were there. We were there. Sharing all the COVID. Think how much COVID was in that stadium. Probably a fucking shit ton. A lot. I think Beaker is patient zero for COVID if I had to put money on it. Probably. Kind of looks like uh, Turner, too. Shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> but yeah, go Nashville SC sports. Um, we've got some NFL signs and trades. Uh, Dez and Antonio Brown back like it's 2014. Dez ain't played football in two years. Dez is a little older than Antonio. Looked good, though. Did you see the clip today? I didn't. In practice? Yeah, he's on the practice squad. Well, I mean, I imagine he'll sit on the practice squad for a week or so. And Dez also has, like, you've seen, we see the clips of Antonio Brown practicing every day, you know. Antonio Brown's still been working. I don't think, I don't know if Dez has. And Dez, Dez was a good receiver, a very good receiver. Don't get me wrong. He, Dez was a very good receiver. Couple prime years with Tony Romo. But and, I think, I and think. he was going to be a starter for New Orleans and then he tore his ACL. That's true. That's true. But I think Dez has missed that perfect part of his prime. Was Dez 33, 32? Something like that. But he's still a big physical guy. Yeah, he can. Ravens don't have a whole lot of options at receiver, and their passing game has not been good this year. Also, don't have anybody to pass it to him. But well, that's arguable compared to how he threw the ball last year, which was halfway decent. He threw thirty-nine touchdown passes last year. Kind of phony this week year. I, we can't call them phony yet. I don't think they played any enough people. Well, but regardless, that gives them an, uh, another option. And Des is fucking huge. And then Antonio like Brown, six, five. Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay, reunited with Tom Brady again. Did we not? He had already signed by the. Oh, he signed on Friday, didn't he? Who? Antonio Brown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Antonio Brown, statistically wise, the first, you know, I mean, he hasn't played. He didn't play last season. Last, so he hasn't played in a year and a half. He hasn't missed as much time as De- as Dez has. I guess he well, I guess he played in like week five with the Patriots, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. So a year. Yeah, almost one game exactly. Yeah, and um, he scored what two touchdowns? I think he had one touchdown for like four or five receptions and like eighty yards of touchdown in his first game with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady was raving about Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, I've heard things. There's. I mean, the Steelers, Mike Tomlin's even said before, Antonio Brown is one of the hardest-working players in the NFL. He's just dumb. He's just has been just doing these stupid fucking things, and I don't understand why. And Bruce Arians has already given an ultimatum to the media. This wasn't even directly to Antonio Brown. He told everybody. So if he starts acting up, he's gone. <laughs> Was it be a team player or you're gone? Yeah. And, and he came out and said, like, a while ago that, that he didn't want had, him. They had no interest in him. So we'll see how that. That was it when Tom had first signed, like before training camp and everything. And everybody knew that AB was going to have to do this suspension. But I mean, even think about that offense. <laughs> Who do you? <laughs> you got Mike Evans on one side, Antonio Brown on the other side. Uh, white boy running the slot. Chris Godwin. Oh yeah, and Chris Godwin. <laughs> And then Gronkowski and, oh, yeah, and Cameron Bright. And then who's, Ronald. Who's white guy? Miller? Scotty Miller. Yeah. And then Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette in the backfield. And Gronkowski's starting to play good, too. Yeah. I mean, just imagine they still had O.J. Howard. Like, who do you fucking. There's not a single weakness in that. And Scotty Miller might be your worst receiver, and he's catching fucking beautiful passes down the field by Tom like he did last weekend. 
We'll know go what, routes. We'll know what the weakness is. I don't know if the Bucks have a weakness or not. Tom Brady. <laughs> have you seen his stats the last couple weeks? Eh, who have they played? He just threw... Okay, the Raiders, who we've been kind of talking about, scrappy. Just ah, had, scrappy. Just had 370 yards and four touchdowns against them. Okay. <laughs> like, there, you can't you can't argue with... Tar- I actually read an article today. Over the last four games, that's including the Bears game when he did play pretty bad. I think that was offensively they played pretty bad. He's averaging 290 and has thrown, like, 11 touchdowns compared to one interception since then. Over 100 QBR rating. Bucks a uh, Super Bowl favorite? In my opinion, yes. I've been saying this. With the way that a lot of defenses in the NFC are looking right now, if I had to pick right now today, I'm going Bucks. Hmm. <laughs> I'm doing a future. I don't know if you'll like this future. Lakers win championship. Dodgers win championship. I'm not sold on the Rams, but I'm going to put a future on the Rams. Like this season? Yes. Okay. Maybe. Sneaky. I wonder how much money you'd make if you won that. Let's find out. LA Chargers or Rams? Oh, the Chargers aren't even going to make the playoffs. I don't think. Herbert will win the uh, rookie of the year, but let's see. Super Bowl 55 winner. Uh, Rams are sitting at plus eighteen hundred, so ten dollars will get you one hundred and eighty dollars. Uh, Kansas City is your favorite, then Baltimore, then Tampa Bay, then Pittsburgh, then Seattle, then Green Bay. Tennessee's sitting at plus. I was gonna 2, say, where the fuck are the Titans at? How the Rams above us? Anyways, uh, Washington football team sitting at plus. Twenty thousand. A one dollar bet would get you two thousand dollars. <laughs> I think. Is that how that works? Still worse than the Cowboys odds. Two hundred dollars. Still solid bet. Oh, you can look at it and it'll tell you how much. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. That's helpful. So yeah, Washington football team. I want to see who the favorite to win the NFC East is. Uh, Philadelphia, minus 160. Damn, football team sitting at plus 350. Okay, let's go. All right, anyways, the only other big trade deadline is going to happen. I think there will be some fire sales from a couple teams. But one already, either today or yesterday, was the Cowboys traded an old Everson Griffin for like a a fifth-round pick. Where'd he go? Uh shit, now you put me on the spot. Uh Seattle. <laughs> I think, right? Because um, that'll help Seattle's I can find out real quick, maybe. Cause that'll help Seattle's it's pass rush a little it's bit. Such a big deal that it's not even on ESPN's homepage. No, Detroit. Detroit. Hey, Detroit a a sneaky scrappy team. Speaking of the Seahawks, they need to trade for a pass rusher. The stats on that Cardinals game the other day, did you see that? They had one pressure. They had one QP pressure on Kyler's 48 dropbacks. Well, the whole game, they they had no sacks until <laughs> the Seahawks in overtime marching down the field, and they gave up the first sack of the game on both sides of the ball. The Seahawks did not have a sack. 
They had no. one QB pressure the entire game. No, the Cardinals, the Cardinals had the first sack of the game oh. in overtime. One QB pressure the entire game. You know how many had the Ram- the Rams had on in uh, was it Monday night? Probably twenty three. Thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Let's go over some college football real quick. Um, Friday night special. We watched this sitting in line for a haunted house that we didn't go to. Fuck Halloween. Um, it's also like a five hour wait. Yeah, it was dumb. It was real stupid. But we wasted about forty minutes. At least we had football. Uh, Wisconsin forty five, Illinois seven. Graham Mertz twenty for twenty one, two hundred forty eight yards, five touchdowns. And you said he's out now, right? Though he's out for twenty one days. That's fucking ignorant. Fuck the Big Ten. I mean, I was going to say Wisconsin legit, but I don't know. They finally had a quarterback, and now he's out for three games. So. <laughs> three. I mean, that's crazy. Three games in an eight-game season. An eight-game schedule. I don't like that. I don't like to call that's on that. That's fucking stupid. What do Nick you get? Saban beat COVID in four days. He beat COVID <laughs> in three hours. <laughs> three hours. And it's going to take a 20-year-old kid 21 days to... Fuck you. Fuck you, Big Ten. You don't even know if he has it. Could be a false positive. If it's a false positive, can they can he can come back? Yeah, but I haven't heard anything on it, so I'll I'll keep my ear to the ground and see what happens. Uh Clemson forty seven, Syracuse twenty one. This one was kinda close. <laughs> if you want to call that close close for it was a, close for a little while. Close for a Clemson game. It was twenty seven to fourteen at halftime. They got close. Trevor Lawrence, eh. 27-43, 289 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Yeah. Speaking of not close, uh, <laughs> Alabama 48, Tennessee 17. What is the state of Tennessee football on Wednesday, October 28th? Not good. Compared to how good we looked the first two weeks against South Carolina and Missouri, I don't even know what to say. It was awful. This game was awful. And for some reason, we had to watch it, the whole thing. I didn't make us watch the whole thing. Yeah, okay. that was a bad call. Audible, audible. We're, we're definitely not. I just, the, the quarterback situation is still what I not I cannot understand. I don't get it. Who did? Brian, Brian Maurer ended up coming in. Don't you remember that? And he was the one who didn't play the game before. When they put Stroud in and then put Harrison back. No, so the game... Kentucky game was Garantano, Strout, here comes Garantano back out. Here goes Garantano. Here comes Harrison Bailey, the freshman. This game, it was Garantano playing the entire game for some fucking reason. And then Brian Meyer coming in. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Always next year. Asterisk, Jeremy Pruitt gets another year because he had a pandemic this year. Well, I'm convinced that Jeremy Pruitt has Down syndrome now, so... That's the crass stuff. If you watch him in his interviews, his eyes are really close apart. And then one of his eyebrows, I don't know. And whoever told him he looked cool wearing his mask like that, that one game. Is he calling plays? I think he calls everything. That could be the problem. I just, Slowly, I mean, no offense behind how many five stars on the line? Four. And you're okay, you, you, it's Bama too. 
Bama has already proven this year that it they was are Kentucky, poor. though. The week I know that. I'm not going to disagree with you there. <laughs> it's just been tough to watch. I don't. I mean, we had the Alabama game, and I don't think I was paying just 100 percent attention to it the whole time. In the Kentucky game, I stopped paying attention to it. It's third quarter. It's just tough to watch. It's tough to watch the stupidity of not only the play calling, but whatever quarterback is in the game hitting his first read, especially JG. That first read's not there. What does he do? Dumps it down to check down. Either our running back or another team's linebacker. He's so. like a collegiate Nick Foles. Check down. Well, he had a couple good deep passes too. Once he finally did it, and then it was just too late. Yeah. At that point, you can't decide to start going down the field when you're 30, 30 points down. It's just ignorant. Mac Jones, 25 for 31, 387 yards. Heisman candidate. Yes, Mac Jones is good. Good? Good. Good. Good, good. Good, good. Uh, Notre Dame kind of looked legit this week. 45 to 3 against Pittsburgh. They back? Or are you still calling them phonies? They're still phonies. Last time I checked, this was football, and I didn't even know Pittsburgh had a football team. I mean, that's false, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, Ohio State 52, Nebraska 17. Started off kind of close. Uh, Justin Fields 20 for 21, 276 yards, two touchdowns. I'm going to go, I'm going to say in the NFL, it's respect Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, in college, I'm going to say respect Justin Fields. Because I think if Trevor Lawrence wasn't there and Ohio State's been playing since the last week of August, I think we're talking about Justin Fields' number one overall pick. And it might end up Justin Fields' overall number one overall pick because I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to go out. So have fun with the Jets. I think Justin Fields is just a little bit better Spencer Radler. No, I think he's better than <laughs> Kyler I Murray. I can't say that. I don't know. This is only Justin Fields' second year playing. I guess he played pretty good last year. He played year. fucking lights out okay. last year. I'm, I'm being stupid. I'm sorry. Um, stupid. Mid-season Big 12 championship game. Oklahoma State 24, Iowa State 21. Um, If Gundy can beat o- Oklahoma... I don't know if Oklahoma State can make noise in the playoffs, but they would definitely make the playoffs if they can beat Oklahoma. Why is that? I'm pretty sure they can beat Oklahoma. Maybe they always lose to Oklahoma. Like, I know, no but Oklahoma's what. lost two games now. That's whatever. You play to the occasion. All right. Um, this was a wild one. Indiana 36, Penn State 35. Did you think he scored that last one? No. <laughs> when you showed me that the first time, I was like, there's no way. And then I think we backtracked. I think we stopped watching and ended up winning the game on it. Yeah, that was the two-point conversion to win the game. Gutsy call. Yeah. Indiana. I like the call, but I don't... Mm. Indiana's back. Um, I just don't think he got that ball in there. Uh, a game we were wrong about. Michigan, 49, Minnesota, 24. Uh, Joe Milton, 15 for 22, 225 yards, one touchdown. I was wrong about Michigan. I don't remember watching this one. I don't think we were at the party during that. Oh. We didn't watch any of this. 
I was just getting text messages from Cooter the whole time, like doubting Minnesota now. Because I went in on them on Slick Picks, Slick Picks, live on Instagram TV, Facebook, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But yeah, I went in on them. Um, lost a little bit of money on that one. Um, I guess I'll go current state of Virginia Tech. I'm pissed off. What happened to your blondes right there? It, they've always been like that since I moved in. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> yeah, they don't go down any farther than that either. I'm talking about the broken one in the middle. <laughs> yeah, they've been like that the whole time. It was just kind of like taped in the middle. Okay, whatever. I'm pissed off about Virginia Tech. We had a chance to go to the ACC championship this year, and we blew it. Three and two. Fell out of the top 25. Um, Damn, Kansas State beat the shit out of Kansas. Yeah. I guess that's not saying much. No, Kansas is the worst team in college football, despite being coached by Les Miles. A disgrace to Les Miles' legacy. And then Coastal Carolina still winning 5-0, and <laughs> beat Georgia Southern 28-14. Good times, good times. Uh, we had some NFL action. I actually had a good NFL slate this weekend. I had fun watching these games. Uh, that's week eight. Uh, we started off with the Eagles and the Giants. I gave up on this game and went to bed. Yeah, we both did. And then I woke up. It was twenty-one to six, or seven. And then I woke up to check the score. It was twenty-two to twenty-one. It's like what the fuck. Um, listen. As much as it pains me to say it, because I'm a big football team guy. I think the Eagles have the NFC East. I think so. I think as they slowly getting a little bit healthier, they're they're the best team. I think we're going to see a really bad, good race to the finish between Washington and Philadelphia. And if you go back to week one, the football team beat the Eagles. Um, Washington currently sitting at two and five. Eagles sitting at two, four and one. We'll see. Halfway through the season. We'll see. Uh, next, we got the Lions and the Falcons. Lions 23, Falcons 22. The Falcons literally lost because they scored. All Todd Gurley had to do was sit down. He accidentally fell into the end zone. And... See, you say that, but can you be... You're never 100% completely sure that the Lions are just going to track down the whole field and score a touchdown. Yeah, but they're the Falcons, and if they've learned anything through That's their true. That's other true. five losses, is that, yes, that will definitely happen. Well, it did, and then Matt threw a walk-off touchdown pass. Go Matthew Stafford. Get him the fuck out of Detroit. What does Detroit say that now? Three and three? Three and three. Scrappy. 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 Wild card hopefuls. We'll see. Uh, Got to win some big games, though. Next, we had the Browns and the Bengals. Browns 37, Bengals 34. Joe Burrow doing the goddamn thing. 35 for 47, 406 yards, three touchdowns. But it doesn't matter because after starting 0-5, Baker Mayfield went perfect. (laughs) With five touchdowns. His only incomplete pass after that was a spike. Is that what it takes to get fucking, like... It does it does it take OBJ, Luke getting hurt and for that 
spark to just click in Baker's mind. You want me to be that guy? What? Brown's a better team without OBJ. I've been hearing it a lot today. ESPN's been saying it a lot. I'll be that guy. I think the I think the reasoning behind that is that Baker has felt so obligated to try to get OBJ as touches, you know? Mm-hmm. When Jarvis Landry is two times the wide receiver. I don't know about that. OBJ has a proven track record. Um, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Rashard Higgins and that who called that game winner, the Peoples Jones or something Peoples like Jones. that. We'll see. Their running game is going to have to keep firing and firing and playing well, and their defense can't give up thirty-four to the Bengals. But I still, I still think the Browns make their first playoff appearance since two thousand two. Joe Burrow was playing out of his goddamn mind. It's a good game. It was a good game. This was kind of the one in the witching hour that kind of snuck up on us. We had a couple of these this week. Witching hour. Um, yeah, I like the Browns. I don't know if I love the Browns. I mean, they're 5-2, and two, but I think we still look at a 5-2 and two Browns team as like, man. And that's just because of the Browns. Not because they're playing bad or playing good. Just man. Baker keeps playing like that. Browns are easily making the playoffs. Fair enough. Steelers 27, Titans 24. Meow. Meow. Oh, yeah. When are we going to do that? I don't know. I guess we'll have to do this. Today would have been a great day to do it. But we had to record the podcast. Um, This was a tale of two halves. It was. First half was absolutely dominated by the Steelers. Second half was absolutely dominated by the Titans. Just not on off. Ben Roethlisberger, 32 for 49, 268 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. That's Re- what was keeping us in the game, our defense the making whole plays. Time. The whole time. It should have been a lot bigger spread than that. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger just being dumb, throwing dumb throws. Two of those interceptions were in the end zone. One was on a Hail Mary. So one was at the end of the first half. Yeah, but that it one, did. he could have went up by a touchdown, and he threw it. In Fair enough. Coverage. One was a tip pass in the line of scrimmage, and the other one was, what was the third one? It was when he was trying to hit Claypool in the end zone, and it got tipped in the back of the end zone. Oh, yeah. To Hooker. Yeah. Um, First half Titans, Steelers stopped Titans offense. It's been rolling. Time of possession was a big thing in this game. In too. the first half, yes, the Steelers did exactly to the Titans what the Titans wanted to do. What the Titans had one possession in the first quarter, I want to say, maybe yeah. two. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Um, but it comes down to Tannehill marching down the field. Probably could have gotten a little bit closer for a closer field goal, but here comes Gus Kelsey just to break some hearts again. I called it too. I said miss left. Partly because I didn't want to burn my mouth off, but I said miss left. He did. Goskowski. But at this point, Titans kicking wise, we have to stick with Goskowski because this is the kicking situation in the whole entire NFL. If you've got a half decent kicker, you keep him, even though he's missed. Okay, well, game one, obviously Goskowski was horrible in that game. We still won somehow. Um that's when he missed like three field goals against the Broncos. Yeah. 
and he hasn't been. I think he's only missed two two since then. But then missing a game winner, it was a forty-five yarder. Don't get me wrong, but you got to knock those down. Vrabel just Vrabel is going to get to the point where he just stops kicking again. Yeah, like we did last year. We <laughs> went week twelve to the AFC Championship with one attempted field goal. <laughs> fuck it. That's one of the craziest stats I've ever heard in my life. Fuck it. Vrabel don't give a fuck. Either that or Vrabel's going to cut Goskowski's dick off. <laughs> How about the uh, Vrabel um, 12 minute in the huddle to get the clock to stop? Smart, smart. And guess who he learned that from? Bill Belichick. Outbuild Bill. I'm always, I've been, I've said it a couple times, I'm always a big team stop just grabbing anybody who's been under Bill Belichick or Nick Saban because none of them have worked out a whole lot. Vrabel's an exception, in my opinion. Maybe. We'll see. He's had one good year. It's, it was his first year. Exactly. So we'll see what he does this He's 5-1 and one this we'll year. We'll see. They, they're not convincing. Vrabel and... I'm not putting the phony stamp on him. But who's George's coach? Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart. Those are the two off the top of my head I can think of that have ever worked out. Not um, Bill O'Brien? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that Bill O'Brien's a bad coach. I think the Texans are stupid to give him every single position of power in the organization. Fired himself as head coach, but he's still the GM. That's wild. Um, another close game, Saints 27, Panthers 24. Drew Brees was 29 for 36, 287 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Panthers scrappy. Can't pull Scrappy. it off. Scrappy. Scrappy. Respect Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah. McCaffrey just wasn't enough. Next week wasn't enough. I think you get McCaffrey back, and uh, the Panthers are a scrappy team. What did I say? The Panthers were going to be the team that were going to rough up the Bucks and the Saints, and they didn't win, but they were roughing them up, roughing them up real good. Uh, next, we had the Bills at the Jets. The Bills went off of field goals, 18-10. to 10. Bills have not looked good since they lost to the Titans. No. Josh Allen's stats haven't been good either. Josh Allen. They were losing at halftime Josh to the Allen, fucking Jets. Josh Allen, 30 for 43, 307 yards. No touchdowns, but playing a really tough defense. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, d- I could throw for 300 yards against that defense <laughs> with you and Brad playing receiver. Okay, we're going to look at the rest <laughs> of the Running Jets. Back. Rest of the Jets' schedule. So they go at Chiefs versus Patriots. No, no. At Chargers. No. Versus Dolphins. No. Versus Raiders. No. At Seahawks. No. At Rams. No. Versus Browns. No. At Patriots. No. There's not a team. If they were had the Giants or the Cowboys or that's really about it. I'd say the football team. I think they got two chances here. At the Chargers. Maybe Chargers and maybe Dolphins. No, Dolphins have been playing really good too. We're no, decent. and I'm looking at Raiders 1 o'clock on the East Coast because that's always weird. I don't know. Those are the only two I can see. 
Maybe the Patriots week 17. But I feel like the Patriots will be playing for a playoff spot there. So, yeah. So, Patriots got to start playing good football. They've looked horrible their last two games. Uh, next, we have Washington football team 25, Cowboys 3. Hey, we're in the hunt. Well, yeah, because the Cowboys are horrible too. And I don't think I would ever be saying that this year. In the hunt. Kyle Allen, 15 for 25, 194 yards, two touchdowns. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries, 128 yards, and a touchdown. They've got a little. They've got a bit of a gym there in Antonio Gibson. Scary Terry, seven receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. I didn't think the Cowboys would take just a horrible drop off with Andy Dalton, but holy shit! And then Andy Dalton just drops off and dies. Yeah. <laughs> Danucci, is that his name? Gucci Danucci. Gucci Danucci. Yeah, Andy Dalton's out this week. Obviously, he got his head knocked off. Um, yeah, I as a football fan, we're flirting with that. Hey, we're winning too many games to get a good pick. Let's go for the fucking NFC East. Fuck it. Might get a little scrappy and, and beat a seven seed. No, we would play a fifth seed. Might get a little scrappy. We can, play, we can beat the Rams. I don't think so. In the playoffs, they got to come to our turf. We'll see. What if the football team hosts a playoff game this year? Very plausible. Well, yeah, but I don't think it's going to give them too much of an advantage. Maybe. It's a fortress. Uh, Packers 35, Texans 20. A lot of garbage time points here. Um, Aaron Rodgers still on the fuck you tour. Uh, Devontae Adams, 13 receptions, 196 yards, two touchdowns. Packers are a team that needs to make a trade for a receiver at the deadline. They need to make a trade for somebody on fucking defense. Well, yeah, but you could also use a receiver. Yeah, but the the Texans, what what are the Texans giving up? What would you have to give up for Kenny Stills or Will Fuller? Third round? Maybe for Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, fifth round. Oh, I thought it was a package deal. No, either or. I feel like the Texans are about to go on a little bit of a fire sale. Yeah, they're going to have to. Um, Yeah. I don't like it when they do that with the interim coach, though. I feel like you kind of want your guy in there and then let him fire sell. No, you fire sell for picks for when that new coach and GM come in, they have picks to work with. Maybe. Maybe. Dumbass. Uh, Chiefs look good in the snow. Chiefs Skip 43. Bucks and Raiders. Oh. Bucks 45, Raiders 20. The Raiders kind of hung in there for a little while, and then the fourth quarter happened. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they didn't hang in for the most part, but. Tom Brady 33 for 45, 369 yards, four touchdowns. Scotty Miller, six receptions, 109 yards, one touchdown. He's got his new white guy. New white guy everywhere he goes. Edelman's so pissed off. Yeah, and Edelman looks garbage this season. <laughs> Maybe Tom knew that. Tom knew the Patriots receiving court was going to be bad again. Now he has it all. Let's see if he can do it. Chiefs 43, Broncos 16. Broncos are bad. Yeah, I mean, we've known that. I mean, the Chiefs... Chiefs didn't look great on offense. They scored two. They scored a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown. Uh, I seen they went zero for zero and eight 
on th- eight consecutive third downs, they went 0-8 on offense. So, I mean, they still scored 43 points. <laughs> hey, they were just practicing the other aspects of the team. They still haven't given up their blueprint. No. Uh, 49ers 33, Patriots 6. Jimmy G in a fuck you game. Well, not really. 20 for 25, 277 yards, two interceptions. Jimmy G's still ass. Better than Scam Newton, though. Yeah, Cam. Scam. Compared to those first. His name is Scam. We were kind of talking about Cam the first two or three weeks before he got COVID. Cam was playing pretty well. I did never say that. He was within one inch of beating the Seahawks. I was never saying that Cam Newton was good. I'm pretty sure you had said I was it. never – I was never – I said Cam Newton was a taller right-handed Tim Tebow. <laughs> and he was running the Tim Tebow offense that Josh McDaniels drew up. Pass it between the hashes and run. And now they're trying to open it up and Cam just can't do it. No, he had some ugly throws of the day before he pulled him and put Stidham in, but he's already named starter this weekend. You think Stidham takes over again before the end of the year? I think that's who Belichick wants is Stidham. If Cam keeps playing like that, he's going to be forced to. Uh, Chargers 39, Jaguars 29. Herbert finally wins the fucking game. 27 for 43, 347 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, Herbert's got what it takes. Herbert's good. I like Herbert. I think he's stuck just at a bad franchise, though. It would just be Phil Rivers all over again. I don't think the Chargers are a bad franchise. The nicest guy. You know, you might make it to a couple wild card games, but uh, that's it. Never get within sniffing distance of a Super Bowl. Okay. First of all, this Chargers team built at the moment on – for the most part, is a good football team. Herbert was a rookie. They didn't expect much going into this year. Plus, they've got injuries all over the place. You're just a big Hard Knocks guy. <laughs> I do. I always, I always root for the Hard Knocks teams. But Chargers are contenders next year. Mm, I don't think in that division they are. A, a, a whole season under Herbert's belt, a, def- a healthy defense, and then... Pick up one or two other pieces. Yeah, Chargers contenders. Charge on or bolt up. I like how um, all the players from like the Dodgers and the Lakers. That was a lightning strike. Are like, um, did you hear that? Yeah. Or like, your turn next, Rams. Like they're not even acknowledging that the Chargers are in Los Angeles. <laughs> did they both just say that? Did they say that? Yeah, like everybody's saying like. Or L.A. going to do the three-peat? Oh, I mean, I just think that's because... Well, no, yeah, you're right. It's because nobody gives just a shit Just not even the acknowledging the Chargers. They're like the Rams. The Rams have to win. Somebody else plays in SoFi Stadium? The Chargers. The Chargers. Um, game of the week that one of us watched... Uh, Cardinals 37, Seahawks 34. This game should have never been this fucking close. From which side? From the Seahawks side? Yes. DK Metcalf made that a spectacular fucking... Russell Wilson, 33 for 50. 
388 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Russell Wilson had six carries for 84 yards. Tyler Lockett had 15 receptions for 200 yards and three touchdowns. Seahawks defense is bad. Bad, bad. I just told you earlier, pass rush-wise, they pressured him one time. Kyler Murray is not that good. He's playing pretty good this year. You know what Kyler Murray is doing? He's having an RG3 year. No, because... Except he's not getting hit. I think the Seahawks' defensive plan was to keep Kyler contained and play good coverage. (laughs) They weren't playing good coverage. No. It was bad. Yeah, I wish I would have watched this game. It was bad. I stayed up until one thirty just to watch him lose in overtime. And the bad thing is, well, we got the overtime, and the Seahawks had the Cardinals out of field goal range, get an illegal leverage where they jumped over the line. Cardinals marched down the field, try to kick the game-winning field goal, miss it. Russell Wilson gets the ball back, gets his fucking head knocked off, has no idea what the fuck he is, throws an interception next play, and then... They march down the field and kick a field goal to win the game. Bullshit. Damn. Especially when I took Seahawks minus three and a half, and they should have won by two touchdowns. Easy. Easy. That first drive was fucking orgasmic. I'm like, this is going to be a blowout. This is going to be great. And then it just went downhill from there. Fuck the Seahawks. Uh, speaking of another game where I got absolutely burnt on the betting end, Rams 24, Bears 10. I don't know what I saw in the Bears. Me either. I don't know. I think what I like about this Rams team so much is they're going to, they're playing games, especially against this Bears team. What was the team two, three weeks ago that they let hang in? And I said that McVay wasn't pulling out all the stops yet. I have no idea. But you know what I'm talking about, right? The Eagles. No, it was the 49ers game. No, they lost the 49ers. Or the Washington game. No. Giants. Giants Giants. game, yeah. I think they're kind of just, they're going to play. McVay kind of fills out how this game, how whatever, who they're playing is going to happen. And then they just kind of roll with the flow. They should have beat the Bears. They could have easily beat the Bears 40 to 10. My thing is that the Bears' offense did not look awful between their 25-yard line and Los Angeles' 40-yard line. They got within the 40, and Nick Foles just forgets how to play fucking football. And I feel Matt Nagy should not be calling fucking plays. No, there's so much disconnect between him and Nick Foles. It's I didn't look at the video, but I heard something today. It, apparently, Brian Greasy made a comment of Nick Foles not liking the play calls, and then you can see Nick, you can see Nick had told Brian Greasy he didn't like the play calls. You can see you can see Nagy calling the plays, Mitch Trubisky over his shoulder listening to the plays, and you can just see it on Mitch Trubisky's face. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Where did Matt Nagy come from? Fuck if I know. I have no he idea. Been, he's been at the Bears. This is third season with the Bears. Fourth season with the Bears. The Bears. He's a fucking idiot. No, because Trubitsky's first year was with 
Um, we'll figure it out real quick. With Fox. Because I, t- I they had said they were saying that Fox had. What I can't you know what I'm talking about. Will Matt Nagy give up play calling duties in Chicago? Um, he was Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, Kansas City Chiefs quarterbacks coach, Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator. I was just where, where he was before. So Chiefs coordinator for one season. Yeah, and that was that was the Alex Smith year, right? Yeah, would have been. Really good. Um, God, was he a player? He says he played for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2009. Shit. Oh, he was a quarterback. Cool. Good for him. Anyways, yeah, I mean, you can understand the frustration of having this whole Bears team because their defense is good. But they can't keep dragging this bottom third of an offense in every single category to wins every week. You can't no. do it. You can win with a bad defense. You can't win with a bad offense. Yes. But great. there's some great teams in the, his, in the history of football that have – Great defenses and mediocre, mediocre off average offenses, and that works. Twenty eighteen Eagles with also Nick Foles. I think their offense is a little bit above average on that year, Maybe. especially in the playoffs. I don't remember, but I mean, this is one of the worst offenses in the NFL. It's horrible. It, it Nick Foles has played worse than Trubisky did in his first in the first three games. Yeah, I think Trubisky got a bad rap. Because he's Trubisky, and it's just that has been the thing that's always going to hang over that kid's career is that Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes were picked before him. And Bears fans were clamoring, we want Trubisky's head, give us big dick Nick, and Nick Foles ain't done a fucking thing different. Because it's the system, not the quarterback. They beat the Bucks, luckily, before the Bucks hit their stride. Looking ahead, week eight, we've got the Falcons at the Panthers. On Thursday night football, Carolina is a minus two and a half point favorite. I'd like to see the Panthers win this game. And I'd like the Falcons have said they're not going to fire so Julio or Matt before the end of the season. But especially Julio Jones, if somebody offers you a first round pick before the trade deadline on November 3rd, Washington football team. I fucking eat that shit up. Eat it up. Um, well, I'm going to continue my streak of respecting Teddy Bridgewater. And um, especially if McCaffrey's going to come back, I respect Teddy Bridgewater. I, I just can't trust the Falcons. One and six. Got nothing to play for. Panthers are sitting at three and four. Can get back to 500 this week. I like this Thursday night game. I've got, if you listen to the slick picks. Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Spotify and IGTV. I hammered Carolina minus three, not even minus two and a half, which means the line's swinging, which I like even more. Raining, night game, outside. I don't like 
I don't like Matt Ryan outside in the rain trying to pass the ball. So, I think the Panthers are a lock. Who are you going with? Panthers. Word. That should be the opening for a phony and, and real. <laughs> Who's phony and... Ka-ching! Who's real? No? Go ahead. Welcome back to episode 38 of the Slick and Juicy Sports Show. Uh, this is a segment that we're going to start doing on Tuesdays. If we actually record on Tuesdays, I can get my co-host to show up. Well, I've been moved to office, bitch, and there's so much shit I've had to do, so. I'm not complaining. I'm just not in the right mindset, especially yesterday. Today wasn't as bad. This is a segment that we're going to hit up on Tuesday. It's called For Real or Phony. Looking back at the last week of action of all sports. It can be any sports, college football, NFL, anything. And we're picking out our For Real and our Phony. We'll start off with For Real. You want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. Uh, my for real this week is Justin Fields. I feel like he, he's got a handicap on him, only playing eight games, playing against mediocre Big Ten opponents. I mean, Michigan might put up a fight this year, but maybe, just maybe, Justin Fields is just playing out of his mind. And if he falls to the 18th pick where the Washington football team will be, um, 18th pick my asshole. Well, yeah, if we make the playoffs, then we get the 18th pick because we'll be the worst team in the playoffs. So thank you. If he falls to 18, I would love for the Redskins to get him. Just get two overrated Ohio State quarterbacks in the quarterback room. Get Haskins out of town. I like Justin Fields. I think he should. I don't think he'll be considered in the Heisman race. I think he'll be overlooked as the best quarterback in draft class coming up maybe he'll get drafted number one overall if Lawrence doesn't go out but my for real for this week is Justin Fields my for real um the Buccaneers and Tom Brady more than anything how so sell me sell me that's my Super Bowl pick now in the NFC with as bad as a lot of these defenses are with the contenders in the NFC the Seahawks, the Packers, um, really just them two defensively-wise. I don't know how you win playoff games like that. I mean, just the other day, two nights ago, Russell Wilson against the Cardinals had to throw out of his mind just to even stay in that game. Anyways, the especially Antonio Brown, depending on how that goes with the Bucks, that offense is fucking stacked, and that is a young defense that statistically-wise is is like top three in the, in defensive categories right now. And I just think this team just keeps rolling and rolling and picking up steam week to week going into the playoffs. They started slow, but I think they keep going. I'm going to piggyback off of you for my phony team of the week. Kind of stole my thunder there a little bit. Uh, Seahawks are my phonies of the week. I was about to say, say the Bucks. How they got this far undefeated, I don't know. They're kind of doing the Titans deal where they just win every game by two points. Defense is awful. Atrocious. People are saying Russell Wilson for MVP. I don't know. He threw a couple bad interceptions that cost them the game. Saying DJ, DK Metcalf is the best wide receiver in the league. Get the fuck out of here. No. Maybe Lockett. I like Lockett. Lockett's better than I DK Lockett. Metcalf. Was. Lockett was playing out of his mind. Defense is awful. 
You can score as many points as you want to, and they're really not scoring that many points. In today's NFL, scoring 24 points a game is not a lot. I imagine the Seahawks are closer to 30 points average. Maybe. They were playing a shitty defense and scored 34. They should have scored 52. But, yeah, Seahawks are my phony team. They'll win the NFC West, I guess. I don't know. The 49ers are starting to play good, too. Maybe the 49ers will just sneak back in there and win it. I don't know. I don't think they go deep in the playoffs. I think their lore in the playoffs was having fans because it's really loud and dismal and everybody wants to blow their fucking head off in Seattle. And one of the all-time great defenses at that point, yeah. Maybe. But Russell not, was a game manager for We're not teams. there anymore because Russell Wilson is selfish, took all the cap space, and now you reap the benefits of not having a defense. So have fun losing in a wild card round this year. Phony Seahawks. All right, my phony this week, it's going to be Nick Foles' dick. I don't think it's that big. I don't think it's that big either. Big dick guys you didn't don't see that. You didn't see that one coming, did you? Maybe. I don't think he's got that big of a dick. I think he had uh, – it's like Kansas with Carry On My Wayward Son. One hit wonders. One hit wonders. With the Eagles that year, that was it, you know. The Jacksonville Jaguars paid him a god-awful lot of money to be hurt all year and suck, and then the Bears took that huge contract on. And just like we were saying at the end of the episode, he hasn't played any better than Trubisky has. Trubisky even had a, what, scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter to win their second game in the season? MVP Mitch. I think at some point in the season, Trubisky gets a shot back at it because they can't keep playing offense like that. My phony is Nick Foles' dick. Takes a pretty small dick to throw a check down. Yeah. Him and Garantano both have small penises. I don't even know if Garantano has a penis. Yeah, because he's a Yankee. Yeah. Fucking Yankees. Do you think any of the Southern sorority girls at UT are clamoring for Jared Garantano? No. No. I bet he doesn't say y'all and he drinks unsweet tea. <laughs> 100%. All right. Phony. Thank you so much for listening to episode 38 of the Slick and Juicy Sports Show. We'll see you tomorrow night to preview all the action. Make sure you subscribe, like us on Facebook, tell a friend. We'll see you next time.